Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the moment we've been waiting for for the past week. This is our preview show for the semi-finals of the Rugby World Cup. My name is still Fergus Mainland, and I am still joined by James Price, Caleb Matumba, and Ruben Blignolt. Four of us this morning are going to be taking you through the two matches we've got this weekend. Canada against England at 3.30 tomorrow morning UK time and New Zealand-France at 6.30 UK time. The semi-finals of the Rugby World Cup and two absolutely mahusive games. We will dive into New Zealand versus France first, that latter kickoff, And... This, chaps, is the semi-final that I am looking forward to most out of both of these games that we've got. I think New Zealand are beautiful in their attacking play. France were punishing in their defence against England. And I think this this game is just packed full of narrative. And I think that the winner of this game will win the World Cup. Even if they meet England in the final? The winner of this game will win the World Cup. I don't know. I... I always worry about playing your best game in the semi-finals. Then you might not have anything. I to know give exactly what game you're thinking of, and it still hurts. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not going to talk about that. And you listen to Wayne Smith um, this week. He talks about he he was happy that he's got all 32 of his players fit and firing to pick from. He's obviously selected his team, but he talks about he doesn't believe in this whole peaking at the pinnacle of the event. He believes in going hard but lessening the time in training. That's how they've been approaching this week from a New Zealand side. So obviously, that's the experience of a man who's won World Cups before coming through. And I hope that's the case for them because if if they're a step far away from where they need to be, France is definitely going to pounce. And they need to have everything. If you're talking production, they need to do the sound check, the line check, and make sure every microphone <laughs> has got full batteries. Because if if they're a decibel beyond what they need to be, they'll be in trouble. I I do. I'm I'm worried actually about the bet that I placed at the beginning of this tournament. I really am because I was so impressed, and I've been so impressed with how France have played throughout this tournament, uh, and that. I keep going back to that nilling that they did of Fiji and the the number of points they were able to hold England to. And I just thought their quarterfinal performance was was wonderful to watch. It depends what kind of betting man you are, Fergus. If you're Not one a on, very good one. Well, it depends if you go on emotion or on, on pure statistics because obviously New Zealand, the New Zealand are, I believe, are currently enjoying a, they're a 12-game Rugby World Cup winning streak. And obviously, France have never been to a Rugby World Cup final before. So, kind of, you'd think a betting man who, on, on the statistics anyway, would definitely say that it's not one for not one for France. But then again, New Zealand have scored a bagload of tries, and France have been one of the best teams in this World Cup to prevent people getting over their own scoreline. I think, as far as I remember, it's only two tries they've conceded this whole World Cup. Yeah, that's been, pretty good. It's been. So if there's any team defensively that's going to be able to match up to New Zealand, it's got to be France. Yeah, certainly. And I suppose just to run through that France team, there is one personnel change, one positional change to his starting lineup from the 44-0 victory over Fiji. Romain uh, Ménager re- uh, returns to the France lineup, having sat out over the really? last two matches uh, following a head knock in the 13-7 loss to England on the 15th of October. She's got back very quickly. Yeah. Uh, return at number eight sees Charlotte uh, Escudero shift to open side flanker and Marjorie 
uh, Mayan drop to the bench. And the other personal change on the bench sees Celia Domain replace, uh, named as replacement hooker in place of Laure Touye. Uh, Domain makes her debut against, uh, made her debut against New Zealand in July 2019. And the big headline coming out of this France bench is that replacement uh, Safi Nidaya, France's most capped player, is set to may, uh, play her 90th test off the bench, and that is assuming that she comes on, but she probably will. Mm. Yeah, and it's what's 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 key about this French side is if they just need to make sure that in 60th, 65th minute they're in within a score, and I think it's anybody's game. Mm. Like if they're in within six or five, then. If it comes down to a kick, we know who's been coaching Renee Holmes um, in terms of a goal kicking, <laughs> and we know how that story ends. What's his name? What's he called? <laughs> I don't know. He's, I think he's won a World Cup before and oh. he's been world just, player. Just some dude, isn't he? Yeah, some, some guy. Um, yeah, he, she's been coached by Dan Carter. Of course, you know who we're talking about. And who? <laughs> so yeah. hopefully, who is he? Who is he? If France want to Fraud. win this, they need to make sure that they're absolutely <laughs> disciplined on defense. And we've seen that they don't concede many penalties without ball in hand, which is good. Yeah. What I'm really excited about, though, um, speaking of statistics, France are currently on a four-game winning streak against the Black Ferns that dates back to November 2018. And I think that's got to play into this a little bit. Those that's what, four years of averages out of a match a year or so. But that kind of form against the Black Friends, I think, is going to be vital. Um, I'm not sure whether that was played in New Zealand or in France or in neutral ground or whatever, but a four-game winning streak against them is... Those, those last two games were when New Zealand came over post-COVID, and that's when they were probably at their course, lowest point yes. in a long time. How much you can read into those two results, who can tell? Um, but regardless, it's always sort of as a, as a mental thing to know that you're on a four match winning streak is always a it's always a positive thing i think yeah france has got nine of those players um who beat new zealand 29-7 uh in november 2021 obviously mm. with that asterisk next to it that you mentioned but it's it's certainly momentum that they need to be bringing in if they're going to be facing new zealand a uh, yes it's a oh, an evolved new zealand side that's probably the way to put it but an evolved new zealand side on home soil I, I cannot wait for, for this encounter. Speaking of momentum, to anyone who cares to answer me, I know from the France games that I've watched, because you've watched, you guys have watched more than Zealand games, I've watched more of the France games, that it's all about the opening 20 for France. As far as I believe, let me just double check the stats, yes, they have not conceded a try in the opening 20 minutes of a game. Um, and I know that New Zealand are often ones that come out of the blocks. Or, or is it, it, basically I'm saying, I think this game might be defined in the opening 20 and we might see how it's going to go. It's one of those ones, like Scrooge said in the week, you watch the first 10 minutes and then you know how this game's going to go. It's, it's like that drinking game. Um, take a sip every time the commentators will say, depends which French side shows up. Um, so if they can keep New Zealand out, you're, you're absolutely right. I think minute 21, we should all be texting each other and seeing how this game will go. Um, if they can keep that back three away, France, and they can, because we've seen how New Zealand slightly crumbles when those offloads don't come through, yeah. when those breaks don't come into fruition. 
they then tend to struggle to find no answer and then they become a little bit more frantic than urgent. So we hope that's what the French side will be hoping can to do. Can I say a very quick correction? It's not they haven't conceded a try, they haven't conceded a point in the opening 20 mm. minutes. I've done them a disservice there. Yeah. yeah. So that speaks so to discipline as well. Exactly, yeah, no, I know. We'll come on to discipline again later. But. Um, I think as well, I, I don't know, does anybody for the New Zealand team have any players to watch? Because I think what's worth mention is Portia Woodman, who has become the top try scorer in Rugby World Cup history. So that's, um, you know, um, the, 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 you know she, she, she equaled the former England captain uh, Sue Day's record of 19 with the first try uh, in the last match. But... What's really interesting about this is that she surpassed the men's record held by Jonah Lomo and Brian Banner earlier in the tournament. So I think, would you say that we have a potential player of the tournament there already? Um, or is there anybody else on your radar? I think we'll probably cover this when we eventually do our team of the tournament pod. Um, but I mean, you can't deny her try scoring form. Yeah. I think the only, the only um, caveat I'd have is to say that this is probably... I think we all agree this is probably their first real, real test this World Cup. I'd love to see how many scores she gets in that one. And I, I, we've mentioned before that her, you know, she's got 20 tries in this World Cup, but eight of them do come from um, a game against Hong Kong in the last World Cup. I don't, I can't say how many of them have come against the big teams. I'm sure she's got, she probably scored in that final in 2017. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how she. After I'll say after this weekend, we, we can make a better judgment on that. What do What do you guys think? Yeah, I think it'll be key in terms of how that back three plays this weekend because she's definitely a huge part of that back three and I'm talking defensively and dealing with those aerial kicks if France sends up some bombs high up. We've seen them move in. Um, they've, they've moved in Renee Holmes in fullback and they've moved Ashley, um, Aisha Leitenga to the, to the bench. Same 23 that started in the quarters. So it's all about, yes, she's, she's lit up the stage with all her try-scoring pros. But can she help New Zealand hold out a French attack when those bombs start to come through, diffuse those kicks and make some sensible decisions at the back there is a question that I think might determine where she places herself in World Cup rugby history. I think from New Zealand as well, we haven't seen them put a complete 80-minute a, a complete package together. We saw in their opening match against Australia just how poor they were in that, in that first half. And when they played Scotland in their final group match, um, Scotland were able to hold them to just 12 points in the second half. <laughs> it's 56 nil. <laughs> yes, yes it was that, but if you're able to score, if you're able to score 30, 40 points in the first half, you should be able to do that in the second half. Yes. So, sorry, Vegas. <laughs> I'm, I'm clinging on to something here. I'm quite glad I'm at the other end yeah, of the table yeah, for yeah, this one. Hitting, you know, <laughs> hitting distance. So, they have it. What I what I want to, if I'm if I'm looking at it as a neutral fan, not a Scotland fan, I would want to see New Zealand just stamp on their throats for the entire match and put 60, 70, 80 points onto them. As a Scotland fan, no, I wouldn't. But if you're looking on as a, as a neutral, we should have seen a lot more from New Zealand in that final game, and we should have seen we should have seen New Zealand come out of the blocks and batter Australia, which they didn't do. So we're again, I think this will be a really important test for them to see right. Can you put an entire 80-minute performance together on both sides of the do, ball? Do you think they probably just took their foot off the gas in that Scotland game?
parents. <laughs> yeah. No tea, so, no tea. <laughs> who wins this match, James? France. Interesting. Caleb. Look, my, my heart... Caleb, who wins this match? <laughs> Stop flip-flopping. I'm not flip-flopping. Yes, I'm, you I'm, are. I'm give, us, give us a team. I think New Zealand wins, but my, 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 my head says France because I think they're a better side at the moment. My heart wants in Black Ferns England final, so I'm going to go with my heart and go Black you're Ferns. All, I think you're always best to go with your heart. Yeah, yeah. Black Ferns. You've got yeah. a lovely heart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, it's a short answer. New Zealand. I think New Zealand is going to take this one for sure. Oh, for sure. Mm. For sure. But this is a guy who called Fiji to beat South Africa. So. Yeah. So did I. Okay. okay. And I was correct. Mm. Rightfully so. Fergus. See, I, was, I thought I'd got away with that. Absolutely not, mate. I thought I'd gone away with that. <laughs> oh, look at me. I'm the presenter. I've got the laptop. I'm gonna... <laughs> I am going with New Zealand to win this. Why? Because... I think I think you've been backed into a corner and I, you have to figure because I've just remember we, we both listened to the, the ruck pod this morning Stephen Jones said you have to give a bold call you have to give a bold I, I call do. well the bold call is France bold or is call. it yeah I, I, <laughs> he's an what? absolute muddle yeah actually do you know what money money to one side I genuinely think France can win this Wonderful. So we've got a 2-2 split on the table. 2-2 split. Two, two split. I think, yeah. That's the best way to go, I think. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And I'll take the financial hit, but France. Fine. That is the official party line for the World Cup Daily Pod. Yeah. Because the others aren't here, so yeah. let it get a choice. <laughs> so we're split down the middle, 2-2. Two, two. Split down Perfect. the middle, baby. Just how we like it. Right. The other game that is taking place is Canada against England. Uh, the Red Roses on a pretty unimpressive 29 game winning streak that they are on Abby Ward set to gain her 60th cap and everyone's like oh England are going to win this England are going to walk to England are going to walk to the final oh you're boring rugby it's, it's rubbish Canada you're talking about bold predictions Canada come in uh, they play a very similar game to what France did and Canada win this game that's my bold prediction I'm putting it out before we even have the the discussion. Canada on the eight-game winning streak. Uh, this is a repeat of the 2014 final. Yes, England won it 21-9, but there are four survivors of that squad. Uh, Karen Paquin, Alicia Alari, Olivia de Merchant, and Tyson Bookboom. They have got vengeance in their bellies, and they come in and they will beat England this weekend. Vengeance is not enough, mate. Come on. Vengeance is not enough. Come on, help me out, guys. Well, I, I don't it's know if vengeance enough. is enough. You mentioned an eight-match winning streak for Canada, which is all fine and well, but you've got to remember they are on an eight-match losing streak against the England team since 2016. Uh, I, love, I love a stat that works both ways. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. Um, yeah, so uh, let's, I mean, just mentioning Canada, they've got an unchanged team. Um, very, the, 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 the only players that are changing on the team who are on the bench so um, we've got Sarah Savota that will be replacing um, Pamphanet Boisa, meaning that they have opted for a 7-1 split between the backs Ooh. and the yeah. forwards. Yeah, that is so interesting, isn't it? I love that. Has Sarah. anyone ever heard of that before? No. I haven't. I don't think I've we, heard of that ever, no. That's proper game planning. Yeah. We're all up in arms with the 6-2 split when 
it was recently yeah, yeah, introduced. Yeah. Now it's a seven-one seven split. Goodness me. They are ready for a fight in the trenches, those Canadians. Yeah, no, they really are. And um, if, if we looked at how, but I do agree with you, Fergus. Um, just judging from some of the uh, games, well, all the games that I've watched of Canada, I think I've covered every single one for this pod. Um, I a privilege that is. <laughs> yeah, quite a privilege. <laughs> for waking seen, up at three in the morning. Right? It's such a privilege. Can, can, oh, God, I love that. Have they been the proper like unsung heroes in this World Cup? I, I really do feel that way, yes. I think But okay, so you actually have proper knowledge. He's just spouting rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what's your prediction? How do you think this match is gonna go? I think, you know, just judging from that line out that they've um, that they've released, that uh, I, I think it's going to be very defensive though from the Canadian side. I think they know that England is going to be attacking in every way that they can. And the way that that lineup is, I think, I hope I've, I've used this term so many times, I hope they don't park the bus in the defense and we don't see a, a, a low scoring match. I hope, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to see a high intensity match from Canada because they do have the speed, the power, the tactics to actually break through. Um, any kind of England defence, but it's interesting to kind of see what, 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 what you have to say about England. Mm. Well, you talk about four survivors since the last time these guys met in the there final are 2014. Four they also four survivors <laughs> from the England team, but then the difference is the quality of those four survivors. You, mm. you talk of Sarah Hunter, Marley Baker, you talk of Emily Scarrett, Alex Matthews. Like it's they're right, <laughs> quite good at rugby. Yeah, it's it's a different. I think England have been here before. They're the only team to play in every single Rugby World Cup final. Like, they, they're tried, tested. There's no way Canada comes out of this one alive. They should be planning for how they're going to play the bronze final. I think that's what, if I were the Canada coach, is what I'll be preparing for. No, wow. Oh, that's no, no you I wouldn't be preparing for England. England. You can't prepare for a bronze final. That is absolute. I that, just, that is scandalous. I, as, a, I, as a coach... How can you say that? Referee. I've, I've had that? games where I know, I'm not telling my boys this, but I know <laughs> we're getting a hiding. And it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's okay. I think it's, 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 it's a reality check for the Canadians. They're third in the world, but I think the gap between them, number one, and number three is, is huge. I, I think Canada loses this one. The Red Roses are playing in the final at Eden Park. The question is, are they playing against black or are they playing against blue? That's mm. what an uninspiring coach you must have been. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I quit. <laughs> please, ne- please never ever give me a team talk. I just want to go back to you quickly, Reuven, on um, on attack, because you said England are going to be attack, attack, attacking. Obviously, the kind of attacking they're going to do is going to be interesting, because 24 of their 35 tries have been from the forward pack, yeah. and it's very similar Canada-wise, isn't it? I think they've well, I know before the last round they scored six tries from their driving mould as well. So we're not going to see as expansive rugby today, are we? No, I don't think we're going to see as expansive rugby. Um, no, we're really not, are we? No. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I, I just think it's going to be, it's going to be very interesting to see um, how it plays out. Um, like you said, with that, with that lineup, I don't think anybody's seen that split before. Um, seven players on, on the back so I, th- I think it's just going to be interesting it's, it's going to be interesting to do see how it plays out do you know what 7-1 is that's a vibe based um, <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> it is vibe based coaching it's, it is so it's so good isn't it yeah. 
that is so vibes. But I think it's, it's, a, it's somebody who's looking at it and saying, I know what I'm going to face, a brutal forward pack. And if I've got a chance in this game, I should be able to try and play at parity in the front. Do you imagine that you get to the 50th or 60th minute? It changes the whole scrum. Just change, yeah, the entire <laughs> scrum comes off. No, no, no. Even better than that would be both other three backs get injured and they have to put a prop in the back row, in, in the backs, in the centres. That Ooh. could be very... Who, yeah. you probably know the kind of, could, could you pick Ooh. a forward? It's <laughs> quite a tough task. Do you just chuck the toasty in the centres? Yeah, to, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you have to. Imagine Imagine a hooker in the centres. If you want vibes-based rugby in a semi-final, get a hooker yeah, in the centres. Absolutely. Imagine that forward is going to play 80 minutes, whilst everybody else gets subbed and gets an early drink and sitting on the bench and they get well, some water. If anyone's going to do it, it will be their captain, Sophie Dugos. She'll mm. she'll be out and she'll be like, right, I'm going to stay on here the whole time and I'm going to stick it to them. We go predictions, score margins, boys. Ooh, score margins, that is going to be a tough one to call. I, I really think it's going to be a low-scoring match. I'm hoping for, like I said, I'm hoping for high intensity, but... To, uh, to, to coin a phrase, a proper test match. A proper test match. <laughs> I don't know, it's interesting because... One for the, the, one for the hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> the, only, the only places that the England defence have been, have been tested is on the is in the wide channels. That's the only time that they've scored, according to this. All four of the tries they've conceded have come down the far left and right channels. I don't know if, if that's where Canada are going to be targeting based on their game plan. So, like you say, I think you're probably right it's going to be a low-scoring game. Um, but it, it's literally just pack on pack, isn't it? Who do you predict to win, Charles? England. I'm not, I'm not stupid. Hmm? By how much? 25. Okay. Ooh. 25. And that's reasonable for England. Reasonable. It, it, it again depends on the weather, obviously. Yeah. But th thing I do want to call out, um, and, I, and I, it'll be interesting if it is wet again, the set piece is going to be huge mm. because yes. just to call out quickly, did you those stats from the England? Yeah, it to, was like to steal from um, to steal from the um, the Ruck podcast. Yeah, right. but 11, 11 out of eleven, and then four out of four um, from the the two hookers is is ridiculous. Or five out of five, I can't remember. That's 11 from 11 from cocaine in, in the wet is just, it's, I mean, I, I wonder if, I wonder if the set piece and things like that are the points where like the, the, the realms between professionalism and, and amateur are just divided. I think that's the point where you see the difference so much. Anyway, we've got, we've got two fantastic games coming up, two brilliant, brilliant ones. Canada, England. Do you think they will be? Yeah, I do actually. I genuinely think because we were disappointed last week. Yeah, we were. We were underwhelmed by the quarterfinals. Mm. Um, but I think underwhelmed. Underwhelmed. <laughs> after the yes, after those matches. No, I I do think so because we've got the four teams who should be in the quarterfinals or who should be in the semifinals. We knew, we knew these were going to yeah. be four teams, didn't we? And it's almost as if we just had the procession to get them here. We, <laughs> yeah. We've had to jump through the hoops to get them here, which sounds like a huge disservice to all the other teams. But these were the ones who were going to be in the semifinals. They, they proved it by battering the competition last week. Um, so now we can actually see what these teams are actually made of. We've obviously had that early England-France test. We're getting an idea for, for what some of these teams can, can do. But we can now see the real might of... Um, New Zealand, we can see the real might of Canada and we can see what they're, they're all about this weekend. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, I go England by 30. Yep. England by 30. Yeah. So I've gone 25, you've gone 30. 
uh, well, I mean, that's what I wanted to say. As, as much as I've really watched Canada really flourish during this tournament, I, I really think England's going to win this one. I, I, I think, but I think it's going to be low scoring. I think it's going to be about 17, 17, 5. Really? Yeah. I like that. Don't, don't sit there quietly. <laughs> We're waiting. <laughs> this one's you. the easy one. Uh, yeah, I mean, ugh, it's, it's, oh, it's a boring answer. Who's going to England or whatever? You're going to have to start paying rent to the fence at this point. <laughs> I'm not on the fence. <laughs> okay, so what's so England then? Canada. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. sorry. You said Canada at the start. Yeah, I Canada. How, I forgot how Go stupid on, you are. I am Team Canada all the way. I genuinely don't have any understanding of your rationale for how you can justify this. Neither do I. Not sure makes a great prediction. Vibes, Uh, yeah. But I'm going. I mean, I'm I'm a vibe supporter. Because when we record the uh, the whole uh, Ruben, you're looking after the the match day one. But when I come on on (coughs) Sunday, uh, and Canada have won, what a feeling that's going to (laughs) be. I know it's going to be a feeling. I just hope it's the one you're looking for. We'll we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. We shall see. Yes, that is our previews all wrapped up for the semi-finals of the Rugby World Cup. The four best teams in women's rugby are going head-to-head and we cannot wait to see what happens. That'll bring an end to today's episode of the World Cup Daily Podcast and we'll catch you all bright and early at 3.30 tomorrow morning to watch the matches and then review them all afterwards. Thank you very much for listening. Catch you all tomorrow. 